Welcome to The Light of the World, and this is Jerry G. Martin. It was the Apostle Paul himself who said, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. And then he said, therefore, we are Christ ambassadors. Every believer is an ambassador for Jesus Christ. You have friends, relatives, associates, and neighbors who are lonely, hopeless, fearful, and without God. God is expecting you to be his spokesman so he can enrich their lives with the hope of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Listen closely as I share with you how God expects you to be what he has called you to be so you can reach others for the kingdom of God in this day, in this hour. Now come and go with us as we continue to walk in the light of God's word. There's a generation that's living in there. They don't live out here. They can't talk. They can't interact. They don't know what you're talking about. I mean, they done grew up in there. So they're overweight. They got mental issues. And they'll kill you without any kind of remorse. They'll go over to somebody who's been working hard to try to make a living and come in their house and kill them and murder them and tie them up. And they're 21 years old. I'm thinking, now what's wrong with them? Well, who's going to tell them? Who going to tell them where was the ambassadors that should have been talking to them and talking to their family and going out to them? Where were the ambassadors? The government can't fix it. More money can't fix it. More programs are not going to fix it. Somebody going to say, we need a conversation on race. That's what they told me. We need a conversation on race. We had a conversation when I was in high school. We shall overcome. You remember that? We don't need to talk about race no more. We need to do something. We can't fix this. It's all messed up. The only hope we have is in Christ Jesus. This is not our world. We ain't going to stay here. We need to get people ready to get out of here because this ain't where we need to hang out. Maybe I've been to too many funerals lately. I don't know how many I've been to in the last 30 days. I'm thinking we better get busy because people are exiting pretty fast. And we need the ambassadors coming out and saying, we need to save as many. This is where I'm going to focus. Look at our text. We are therefore Christ's ambassadors, as though God were making his appeal through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf to be reconciled to God. Last week I said, we are Christ's ambassadors. Today I want to focus on this one phrase. As though Christ is making his appeal through us, as though God is making his appeal through us. God has selected us to make and to deliver the message to those who do not know him. He selected us to deliver the message. The message is not a shallow, uninspired, casual message. Look at the words that he uses here. He calls us to make his appeal. I looked at different versions to see how they treated this text, this phrase. The King James says, as though God did beseech you by us. The Living Bible says God is using us to speak to you. The NAS says, as though God were entreating through us. And the New King James says, as though God were pleading through us, God is saying, let's make this appeal. Let's, let's plead with the people. Let's, let's make this an urgent message. And we ought to understand the urgency of our assignment. People are hurting. 
People are without hope. There are people that in our country who never even heard the message. They never even heard that Jesus saved. They never even heard that all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. They never even heard that the Lord will save you and change your life. There are people in our nation that never even heard it. It wasn't that way many, many, many years ago. But it's that way now. People are lost and without direction. God says, I need somebody who are not casual, but who would be focused and would be direct and will be earnest in making this appeal. This is what Jesus said to his disciples in the book of Luke. And the Lord said to his servants, go out into the highways and the hedges and compel them to come in that my house may be filled. Say, get on out here. Go to the highways. Go to the hedges and do what? Compel them. Come on into this house. Come on in. Come on in. He's saying that we ought to do much more than sit in the church, but we ought to be gathering people to the church. We got to do more than just serve in the church. We ought to be gathering people who will come into the church. When I say the church, I'm talking about the universal church, the body of Christ, not just our local assembly. The most significant work of the Lord is allowing God to make his appeal through us to bring someone to him. You want to do the work of the Lord? Bring someone to the Lord. You want to really be significant in the kingdom? Bring someone to the Lord. You really want to, want to make an impact in somebody's life? Bring them to the Lord. And this is how Paul described his approach to being an ambassador. And I want to look at that in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 19. He says, Though I am free and belong to no man, I make myself a slave to everyone to win as many as possible. He said, I'm free to do as I please. And so are you. You're free to do as you please. You don't have to do anything if you don't want to. But he says this. He says, I make myself a slave. In other words, I'm making a serious commitment. And then he set a goal. I want to win as many as possible. I want to win as many as possible. Here's Paul. I make myself a slave to this commitment to win as many as possible. This is my focus today. If you get nothing else, I want you to think about yourself. Do we even have a goal to say I want to win? You don't have to say as many as possible, but do you can say I want to win one? I want to win two? Before you leave here today, I want you to seriously consider do you have any interest in winning anyone? And if so, what is your target? In verse 20, he said this. Now, this is what he did, and this is how he did it. He says, I want to win as many as possible, but I got a strategy. To the Jews, I became like a Jew to win the Jews. To the Jews, I became like a Jew to win the Jew. He says, I identify with the Jews. I found the area where I can get with them and I can communicate with them. This is what he's saying to us. To those under the law, I became like one under the law, though I myself am not under the law, so as to win those under the law. So he's saying, I, when I identify with people, I have not drawn a, a line and put a barrier between myself and them and talk about how different we are. I find a way to engage with those people no matter who they are. 
I don't say, no, no, they ain't my kind of people. What he's not saying is this. To the drug users, I became like the drug users to win them to the Lord. So I'm going to hang out at the crack house. No, what he's saying is, to the drug users, I can identify with what they're dealing with. Notice he says here, under the law, I became like one under the law, though I myself am not under that. So I'm not going to turn my back on the drug users, and I'm not going to close my my mind and my thoughts and my my interaction to them because they're using drugs, or the homeless, or, or the rich, or the poor, or the sick, or whomever they may be, or the white, or somebody that you don't like because you think they're prejudiced. Say, no, no, no. My goal, you want to remember, is to win as many as is possible. This is what he's really saying. Wherever God put me, whoever I run into, I done figured out a way to be an ambassador to him. To those not having the law, I became like one not having the law. Though I am not free from God's law, but I'm under Christ's law. So as to win those not having the law. He says, I can function among all of y'all. Because he was in a place where the Jews were saying, oh, you got to do all of the law. And someone says, no, I'm not under the law. I can't do that. So he said, I ain't on nobody's side. I can come over here and I can talk to you. I can come over here and I can talk to you. I can talk to Republicans. To the Republican, I became a Republican. Now, y'all got quiet on that one. When I'm among the Republicans, they think I'm Republican. And when I'm among the Democrats, they think I'm a Democrat. And you know, when I go to the Republicans, I get blessed. And when I go to the Democrats, I get blessed. I am neither. I am an ambassador. See, I ain't going over there. That's a bunch of conservatives. Well, I'm conservative. When I go over to the conservatives, I just say, hey, those are the liberals. I was at a church one time, and the pastor was just saying, a conservative, and at the College of Biblical Studies, they were talking conservatives, conservative. I say, you know what? Jesus was a liberal to the Pharisees, because the Pharisees were conservative. Can we stop the labels and just deal with people? We live in a culture where everybody want to be labeled. They want to be labeled. My group, your group. The women was marching yesterday, and I heard one of them say, well, we're women marching, and one woman says, can I march with you? I'm pro-life. No, we don't want the pro-life women to march with us. I say, I thought you was for women, unless you don't believe like I believe. We got so many labels. And Paul says people got labels. They had labels back then. We just like to work in the group where our labels are. Oh, he's a good old boy. He's a redneck. Paul says to a redneck, I became a redneck. Don't you know I can sit down with the good old boys just like, just like them and talk right there with them? Though I'm not a good old boy, but I can talk with him and deal with him. And that's what Paul is saying. Listen, he is saying, I am an ambassador wherever God has placed me. And I got to learn how to deal with that wherever God has placed me and not let my lens that I'm looking through deteriorate my ability to be an ambassador because I got issues. God wants to reach every person for God so loved the world that whosoever believe in him. And when you get to heaven, you're going to be sitting by folks that you don't even know you're going to be sitting by for eternity. So if you're a diehard Democrat and don't like Republicans, God's going to sit you by a Republican in heaven. 
If you don't like white folks, the person going to sit by, he's going to be white, and he might be from Mississippi. <laughs> and you got to sit there the rest of eternity. You're going to be singing, I worship you. You're going to be saying, I worship you. <laughs> so you might as well get over it. That's what Paul is saying. Let's get over it. Stop looking at all of that. You know what you need to look at when you see people? Here's a soul that needs to be saved. Is this somebody that's saved or is this somebody that needs Jesus? Two kind of people that's going to be in the world at judgment is going to be the saved and the unsaved. God's not going to look at anything else. Are you saved or unsaved? He don't care whether you are a billionaire or whether you were broke. Are you saved or are you unsaved? Everything is level at the foot of the cross. Paul says to the weak, I became weak. To win the weak. He says, I identified with you. I had compassion on you. I didn't turn my back on you because you were weak. I got right down there with you and I could talk on your level. Because he said, I've gone through some stuff too. God has a place for those who are weak. And then he said, I have become all things to all men so that by all possible means I might save some. Well, you need to underline that in your Bible. This is talking about being an ambassador. All things, all men, and all possible means. I have become all things to all men. He didn't leave anybody out. So that by all possible means, I might save some. You know, he said, I tell you what, I have become all things. And folks might criticize you because they're going to say, what you doing over there with them? And why are you talking to them? And why are you over there talking to them? And why are you doing that? I thought you was with us. We looked at what he did. He says, I'm trying to win those. And we looked at how he did it. Now, let's look at why he did what he did in this passage. He said that I might save some. And in verse 23, he says, I do all this for the sake of the gospel that I might share in its blessings. I do all this, all of what? Everything I do with the Jews, with the non-Jews, the Gentiles, with the weak, with the strong, with the rich, with those who are in prison. He can say, I can identify with you because while he's in prison after being beaten and trying to recover in prison in the stocks, he look over at another prison and says, for as for the prisoners, I become as a prison. I can identify with you. You need Jesus Christ while you're in here. Paul, the ambassador, really took hold for the assignment that was given to him and that same assignment is given to us today. So I've been sharing this message since November. And I'm thinking, Lord, are we ever going to move people onto your agenda to do this? What do we need to do besides talk about it? How do we get people to step out and start to be and to do what you want us to do? How do we get beyond, amen, that's it, Pastor. Say it, and then never apply anything in our lives. That's not what we want to do. We are Christ ambassadors as though God is making his appeal through us. And I've asked last week that you would read 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17 through verse 21 every day in the week, at least once a day. And then start meditating, memorizing, thinking about it, seeing yourself in that and what God wants to do with your life as an ambassador. He's already put you in the place 
where he wants you to be. Even if you're retired, he got you in a retired place. He knows who you're going to come in contact with. He knows all the people that are around you. He knows the folks in your apartment complex. He knows everything regarding you, and he already have you strategically placed. So I don't want you to leave here thinking, I don't know what God want me to do. If he just tell me where he want to send me, I don't know where he want to send me. He ain't want to send you nowhere. You already there. If I want to correct my grammar, he doesn't want to send you any place. You're already there. You just don't know you're there. If you are engaged with people at all, at any time, you are already in the place that God has for you. Stop praying and asking God to use you. Just tell God, use me. God wants to use you more than you want to be used. So you don't have to say, Lord, I want to use you. You just tell me what you want me to do. Uh, I'll do that. Well, he's telling you because he's using me as though he's making an appeal to you. How do we get from having the concept of being an ambassador to making the commitment to being an ambassador. I want to share three things with you. This is very briefly, and I'm done. Number one, make a decision to fulfill your assignment as an ambassador. Do you want God to use you to reach others? Do you want God to make his appeal through you? You don't have to say, I don't know enough. You will have no excuse for not doing this. God says, I know you don't know enough scripture. I know you don't know enough Bible. You just be available. I'll use you. I already know what you know. I know what you don't know. In fact, Jesus told his disciples, I'll bring all things to your remembrance. The Holy Spirit is there to bring all things to your remembrance. The Holy Spirit's going to do the work. All you need to do is just open your mouth. So number one, make a decision. Think about it. Say to yourself, I'm going to be that ambassador that the Lord called me to be. Secondly, Determine a strategy. I want to look around. Where am I? Where God placed me? Paul said, I did all things to reach all people. He had to think about what he was going to do. He had to think about, to the Jews, I need to be a, a Jew. To the weak, I need to be weak. To those who are strong, I need to be strong. To those who are under the law, I need to be as one under the law. He had to think about that. So you need to think, Lord, where did you put me? You put me in this building and you put me in this office complex. I'm not quite sure what I need to do, but just begin to give me a strategy. Let me look at it. Let me think about how I can be a blessing to these people and be an ambassador here at this place and how I can just speak the words right now. Then thirdly, decide how many people you would like to appeal to this year. Come up with your own goal. I really would like to just reach one person for you, at least one, Lord. I, I got one. And then you can get, reach that one and you finish for the year. But you may say, Lord, one a month, one a week. But at least you got something that you're thinking, this, I want to be an ambassador for you, and I want to share my faith. I want to give the message of reconciliation. I want to tell somebody that Jesus Christ died so that you can live. I want to tell somebody that. I'm not talking about just sliding something under somebody's door at the job. It's a trap. <laughs> I ain't talking about that. I'm talking about using your mouth and saying, I'm an ambassador, and I have a message for you. Jesus Christ came so that those who are without him can live. Say it in your own way. It don't matter. Let's not just be churchy and say, you know, you, you need church. No, just don't tell them you need to go to church. Jesus Christ came. He gave us the message. Go back and look at that message of reconciliation. He gave us the message. 
the message is, and I told a guy yesterday after the funeral, he came up to me and said, hey, I, I, I enjoy that word because I said you need to be saved at this funeral. Jesus Christ came so that you can be saved. Amen. He came up to me. I ain't never heard that. I never heard it. Like, I've been to church, but I, it just never was clear to me. I said, you know, come to Christ. He ain't holding your sin against you. That's the message of reconciliation. Come to him. He says he'll wipe it clean. You got a fresh start. He ain't going to hold whatever your past was against you, man. He'll give you a fresh start. And it becomes easy to do that. You don't have to find your scripture in the Bible and try to take him down the Roman road to salvation. Just give him the message of reconciliation as an ambassador and watch how God will use you. Decide how many people, Paul says, by all possible means that he might save some. And I'm thinking about that story. Some of you have heard it of the starfish when the guy was on the beach and all the starfish had washed up and he was getting one and throwing it back into the water. And somebody says, you're not going to make a big difference in that. He said, yeah, but I'll save this one. How many says I'll save one? I'll save two. If everybody in here would reach people for Christ, we would make a tremendous impact. Jesus said this, Matthew 28, 19, therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you and surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Father, as we hear this message today, we, we challenge ourselves to make a commitment to fulfill the role that you've given us. You said that we are Christ ambassadors. That's what we are. Help us to rise up and begin to function in that role. Take our lives and use our lives. Use our fears. Use our failures. Use our successes. Use all that we are right where we are. Father, as we commit to be the ambassador that you call us to be. Anoint us with your divine power to speak your word, to make an appeal to those whom you prompt our hearts and bring across our pathway. And Father, we thank you for saving those who are lost. We thank you for delivering those who are bound, setting the captives free, breaking the chains in their lives, saving the addict and those that are addicted to drugs and pornography and alcohol and all kinds of things. Saving, delivering, setting free, bringing to the kingdom. Father, because your ambassadors are fully engaged with the message of peace and reconciliation, we thank you, Lord. Help us as we consciously think about what you would have us to do. Give us a goal that you set for us. Help us, almighty God. We thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus. This is Jerry G. Martin. I certainly hope you enjoyed today's message. How many times have the Holy Spirit tried to engage with you to reach others, but you were not available? It is God who said that we are Christ's ambassadors. Many people, I believe, will come to the Lord Jesus Christ if those who know Christ would allow the Spirit of Christ to use our lives to reach others. We are called for such a time as this, where there's fear and factions and falsehood spreading all around. The answer to all of man's problems is still Jesus Christ. He came to seek and to save those who were lost, and he is looking for his ambassadors to be engaged in the work 
of making that appeal to those who do not know him. If you would like to hear today's message again in its entirety, you can listen on our podcast, The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. That's The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. As always, I give you a special invitation to come and join us in our worship on Sunday morning. We're worshiping in person at The Light of the World, 16161 Old Humble Road. For more information, go to our website at lowcf.org. You can visit us for worship on our campus. You can also visit us at the Beacon Bookstore, where you can get Bibles, discipleship material, Sunday school material, church and communion supplies, or whatever you might need for your congregation. Call the Beacon at 281-441-2885. Now for the light of the world, this is Jerry G. Martin saying, may the Lord our God richly bless you, and we'll be with you again next time.